Systems work, people fail. Welcome to InsureMark's Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser, where we share proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor. Today, it's essential that advisors find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you how to build a more successful and sustainable business while realizing a better work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. As summer is upon us and it's easy to take the foot off the gas in our industry, but is there a cruise control option? Welcome to this week's episode of Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy Hauser, and by popular demand, we have a previous guest on this week's episode. How are we doing, Al Casado? You know what? I am doing fantastic. I mean, to be honored to be recall. I mean, come on now. I'm the Jeremy Hauser podcast. Does it get any hey, better? It, it really doesn't. So <laughs> for those of you who may have missed episode six of the Advisor Mentorship Podcast, make sure you check it out. Al and his team continue to help mentor and train advisors all across the country with doing virtual webinars and virtual appointments. So if you are looking to take your practice more virtual, I highly do recommend checking out our previous episode, which was episode six. So Al, since our last conversation back in November, has anything changed in the virtual world? You know what? I love that question. I'm glad you're asking that question. You know what's interesting is that the landscape has changed in the virtual world. You know what's happening right now is that the independent channel has shied away from the virtual world. And what I call the big box channel, the Schwabs, the Fishers of the world, the Fidelities of the world have increased their presence in the virtual world. Mm. You know, I found that to be really, really interesting. And because, uh, you know, when I'm, when I look at, when I'm looking at the landscape today, you know, a couple of years, about a year, year and a half ago, I mean, it was crowded. Everybody was trying to get a, you know, any given night, there was like 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 webinars going on one night. Mm-hmm. Now, it's really only our guys <laughs> that are out there right now. And, but it, it's interesting how, you know, the independent channel has said, hey, we can't do it. It can't be done. Um, I'd rather spend, you know, $20,000 a month on steaks and slow and snail mail and try to do it that way than to just hone in my skills and figure this thing out because, but, but then now you have these other guys that are just pouring in millions and millions and millions of dollars into the digital world Mm -hmm. with remote advisors. And you see the robo advisory world just exploding. And yet we in the independent channel, you know, we kind of reside it. You know, it's, it's interesting. So who, who do you find do the best in the virtual world? So doing everything 100% virtual, um, are there particular advisors that you find have more success than others? And what, what are some of the common traits for those that continue to survive over the last year and a half or however long they've been doing it? Well, I'll tell you what, the guys that have been able to make a paradigm shift because you know, when I, I see it over and over and over and over, the guys that have come in stubborn, the guys that feel that all I'm going to do, Al, is everything that I do in the live world, I'm just going to transfer that and put it in this little box of ours that we're on right now. 
and I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. doing the same thing, and I'm going to expect the same results. How's that work? <laughs> and as you and I know, <laughs> it doesn't work too well, bud. <laughs> and, and that's what's happening. So for the individual that, you know, that wants to consider the, the virtual world or the guys that are succeeding in this virtual world are the ones that have really, really indoctrinated themselves into the process of how to do business in the virtual world, because it, it requires a whole different dynamic. I mean, think about it, man. You're asking somebody who's never met you, mm-hmm. who's just seen you just in a webinar, who's talk to you for one call for about 35 to 45 minutes. And in the second call, they're moving millions of dollars to you. There's a skill. There's an art to that. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? You know, we have to, we have a lot to overcome. We have that, that big T word trust. How do we overcome that? So there's a lot of nuances that need to be done and you have to have me- be mentally ready to do that. You have to be mentally prepared. And, and then one of the biggest things that, that we run across, and we've talked about this so many, so many times over the, over the last year or so, Jeremy, is that, that other word, that E word ego, you know, mm-hmm. we just can't seem to get that out of the way. You know, we know how to do it. We know how to do everything. This is how I run my practice. This is how I do everything. Well, when you come and jump into this world, it kind of humbles you. It humbles you really fast. If you do not make those adjustments. So those guys that are able to make those adjustments and assimilate the information and really, really hone in their skills as to what it really takes to be successful in this virtual world, man, we're seeing some incredible things. Then the amount of, you know, the, the, the amount of assets that are being moved virtually, the success that we're seeing the lives of so many advisors across the country. Mm-hmm. Their lives are changing. I mean, guys that were brick and mortar guys that are gone just 100% virtual. And it's just exciting to see just a, an incredible, you would have told me this three, even three years ago when the thing just was in its infancy, I would have said, I choose, I don't know what's going to happen, you know, but look at it today. Mm-hmm. And, and so let's, let's talk a little bit about um, for, so maybe some people who are listening to this and they're teetering the idea of, you know, I, I'm willing to try, I have a little extra cash flow. This year has been really good in our industry. Who, what are some knockouts to where it might not be a good fit? I mean, they're like maybe virtual, doing virtual webinars and running through this process. It seems like you guys have a good program, but what would be something internally or is there a certain feature in an advisor that if they look at X, they're not a good fit just, uh, just to save them time and effort? Is there anything that stands out to you over the course? It's not really about the fit. It's about the commitment to it, just like mm-hmm. anything else. You know, you can't come in and say, I'm going to do one webinar a month. It takes, you know, it's just like anything else. Any, any, if you are an athlete, um, it takes rhythm. It, it takes reps. It takes anything mm-hmm. just like it does in the live world. I mean, if you're only doing one seminar a month, I mean, I don't know what type of producer you are. You're probably maybe a million or $2 million, maybe. I, I don't know, per year, probably. I don't know. You see the guys that have these extraordinary numbers are doing how, how many, you know, 50 webinar, I mean, seminars a year. That's repetition. Mm-hmm. Well, it requires the same thing in the virtual world. I mean, the guys that are succeeding here at a minimum are doing three webinars per month. Uh, so you have to have a commitment to saying, hey, this is not a try thing. Because if you're just going to try it, just yeah. stay where you're at, is what I say. It's not a try thing. It's a thing that says, you know what, this is going to be something that we're going to make a commitment to. And just as, as anything else that you're doing in your business that you're bringing in, and it has to be part of what you want to do. You know, I always say when you bring something in, 
you have to really examine and say, hey, is this something that really fits our business model? And, and, and on top of that, is this where our industry is going? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that, guys, is a, is a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. This is where the industry is going. Because I truly believe that you're an advisor today. You better figure this virtual thing out and f- figure it out quickly. I, I see it. The, the, the writing is definitely on the wall. Um, as we've already seen advisors, how much opportunity they're in front of each and every week. So let's talk a little bit about results expectations. So for those that might already be in the program doing virtual webinars, maybe they're doing uh, virtual webinars with another group. And they're just curious to hear how some of the guys are doing in, in y'all's process in y'all's virtual world. What are some of the results expectations for, for those advisors? I always set expectations, you know, if, if an advisor comes in with the commitment of the, of that, they're, they're going to be setting a, a three webinar series per month. It's interesting about the one thing about the virtual world and because of the amount of assets that we expose these advisors to, mm-hmm. you know, in the live world, I, I truly believe for you to be what I, my level of success is you're 10 million and above 20 million and above you, your, 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 uh, your closing ratios need to be well above 50, 55, 60% above. I believe that. What's interesting about the virtual world, because of the size of the assets that you get in front of, the the amount of assets, the amount of people you get at, it's almost like the major leagues. It's almost like you get a major leaguer that bats 250, they're going to have a pretty good career. They're going to make decent money. You get a guy that's 300, he's probably going to the Hall of Fame, and he's got himself some pretty doggone good contracts. And of course, only Ty Cobb at 400. Mm-hmm. You kind of, if you, if you kind of do that with the virtual world, if you're a 25% closer in the virtual world, you're going to have a pretty solid six figure income. If you get yourself in the 30 percentile in there, in that 30% closing ratio, you're going up in seven. I mean, it's just, it's just going to happen. And if you're in the 40%, man, that's, you know, and we have guys like that. So, Think what what expectations are is that as long as you understand the process, as long as you understand what it takes to do that, as long as you are committed to the fact that it takes X amount of what I consider activity. If you stay with that, if you stay with with the understanding that you have to do some self-study, the results are there because Jeremy, you've seen it firsthand. You know, with your guys that have been in the group, the amount of money on a monthly basis that you see your group, for example, I mean, if you look at your numbers, uh, the for um, attendance ratio, you guys were registrations are in June for for June. I think you guys, all your guys were over 100 for all their webinars for registrations. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody talks about summers being a, a law. Man, we're, our registrations are, are just going through the roof here in the summer months. Just uh, this week, we had a few webinars that were kissing 200 and a couple that went over 200 registrations in the summer months. When everybody else says nobody wants to do anything. And the, see, the, see the, the live world slows down and has ups and downs and everything else like that. One of the things that you can, you will know, we'll, we'll figure out really quickly in the virtual world 
is that there is no slowdown. The only slowdown is the one you create yourself. Why? Because your geographical boundaries are so huge. Mm -hmm. And are, so for those advisors that are in the group, are there some common uh, common things that they do, uh, qualities for the advisors that you find that they do really well with two-part question. So there are certain things amongst some of our insure mark advisors in general that you find have a, they do really well at certain things, but on the larger scale, are there things that they could improve? What do you think those, those two things would be? I think what they do is that they do stay true to the fact that in the number of, uh, they keep their activity level up. I think that's key because, because it all starts with the, with the activity level that one keeps. Mm-hmm. I think the group needs improvement in is finding their voice so that they can be so they can speak to the individuals that actually want to take action. I think that that is something that you know you can give a webinar, any kind of webinar. I can give an RMD static webinar, and or I can give a IRA webinar. You know, not too many people are going to get too excited about jumping on my webinar because I explained the ERISA laws of 1974. Or because of the Secure Act of, of, of a couple of years ago or 2.0. I mean, not too many people are going to really give a darn about that and say, wow, man, that's my guy. He's going to save me from all this stuff that's happening in the market. It's not. It's not. You know, or if I'm talking about I have a webinar that's full of taxation. You know, that's another thing I see a lot today. Everybody's talking about taxes and taxes and taxes. And I yet to see how many advisors have the three little initial CPA behind them. Mm-hmm. But they spend an enormous time talking about taxes, right? And then they get shocked that when they get an appointment, they all they want to do is talk about taxes. Well, why do the guys that are moving money are moving money? Why? Because they're talking about relevancy. They're talking about things that are happening today. People are concerned about their money. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's finding your voice. Who do you want to speak to? If you do want to talk to a tax person, then I guess you need to be talking about taxes. I want to talk to individuals that, you know what? I tired of hemorrhaging money. That's who I want to speak to. That's my message. And for the the advisors having success, especially the ones that are doing a really good job of hitting on that keyword. I love that relevancy. Are they, what are they doing? What are they, what are they doing to stand out to let that new prospect know that that is my guy, that's my girl who I want to move forward with? How are they leveraging technology? What are they doing that might be different than others out there in the industry? Man, the use of video. That is the the biggest thing you can be doing right now. And I don't care whether you're doing live world or or if you're in the live world or in the, in, in the virtual world, the use of video is huge. And if you go back to relevancy is, you know, people confuse relevancy because it always fascinates me when I I see things like drip with drip marketing and things, or I'm going to send something to a client and I, or I email an article like, like, dude, what does that mean here? Read this. Like if I sent you that, Jeremy, can't you Google that your doggone self? I mean, I mean, really? And I wouldn't trust, I wouldn't trust my brain to realize what I'm actually reading. I, I know it's like that. What I, what I'm seeing today, what's really, really ticking with a lot of these guys that are just jumping and getting these, these individuals is 
is that they're honing in on that relevancy and they're taking this information because they're getting it from everywhere, guys. I mean, you know, they're getting it from Fox News. They're getting it from CNBC. They're getting it from Bloomberg. They're getting it from everywhere. Yahoo Finance they're getting it from everywhere. It's those that have the ability to interpret all of that and say, Jeremy, this is what it means to you. And this is how it's going to affect you. You know, I've, I'm, I've always been a big guy of saying when there's people in motion or money in motion, you need to up your contact. You need to up your contact. But it's not by sending them your monthly, your monthly newsletter or newsletter with your favorite freaking recipe. I mean, what is that? You know, or they came to your RMD webinar and you put them on your weekly drip and it's talking and they came to an RMD webinar and you dripping them about social security. It has to be relevant to what the individual came to see. And, and that's how you nurture correctly. That's how you, you, you go into the future and you're constantly nurturing. And that's how those people come back. I just had a guy write me yesterday that said, hey, this person has watched me for eight months Came to a webinar for eight months. Actually wrote the guy and said, you, I didn't think you were quite ready for me eight months ago. This is what, I, but I've been watching each one of your videos that you've been sending me. I am ready. 4.3 million. Wow. <laughs> nurture, nurture, nurture. Had he been sending him his, for his favorite recipes, man, <laughs> or some off the wall stuff. That, that never happens. That never happens. You know, so that's one of the things that I coach all these guys on and we're really, you know, focused on is how do we bring that relevancy in and how do we use all the tools that we have available to us to get that message out there and how do we time that out as they're moving in through your funnel? And so let's play a quick little game here. So where advisors love free stuff. So if you were an advisor today, and they're chatting with Al and they have people that they maybe met with, however, virtual webinars, live presentations, whatever it may be. And you mentioned relevancy. So what's like an, an idea of a video or an email template you would put together for an advisor to basically re-engage with that prospect and when you say i mean it, it sounds good so how how do advisors do that you mentioned articles you mentioned videos so so what are you like is there a time frame of how long the videos go or how does that look no no the the relevant the relevancy has to be personal okay you, you know we're you know advisors are inherently lazy <laughs> you know everything is mass this and mass that. And then my staff, mass and staff. That's what we do. We just like to do this, just talk, you know? So the, the art to this is, is how you communicate one-on-one. -on -one. It's not that I'm sending out a mass video to all the people that I'm sending out a video to you, Jeremy, mm -hmm. a video that went back where I saw what we spoke about. And I'm listening to something that happening that's happening right now. And I'm taking that information and I'm saying, hey, Jeremy, I thought of you today. And I think you, and you even do, you do a little whiteboard, right? Or you do something to where, so the person even looks at your video. You oh, yeah. 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 We bring them in there. Yeah. 
And so I thought of you today, Jeremy, I just got something to share with you. You, you just, you popped in my head today. We spoke, this is based on our last conversation. And I thought this would be important to you, you know, based on this, because of the conversation that we had here, look what just came out today. You know, the Fed just came out with this information today and look at the predictions that they spoke about today. They said they are on track of putting this thing up. What another five, we got another four possible raises and look how heavy you're sitting on that bond portfolio right now. Remember how we talked about the effect of that? If that's going to start bothering you and I need to have a conversation. You, I mean, it's stuff like that. But see, it's relevant. It's not me sending you an article about bond funds or interest rates going up. Because, guys, most of them are either getting ready to retire or are retired. They're, they're hearing all of this. But we, there's one thing about hearing, and then we'll, our job is to make them internalize that. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. We, we think that if I take this paper and I shoot you that to you, that you're going to just internalize that. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So when you're sending out relevancy, it's based on the conversation you've had and you take relevant information and you interpret. So interpreting things and also for, that's incredible that the story. So it's been that long since that individual was actually. That was crazy. That was insane. (laughs) But, and those don't just happen just once in a while. I, and I know, cause I talk to you often. So I hear a lot of the success stories of advisors who yeah. are constantly getting in front of new prospects, but at the same time, they just develop this pipeline. So you mentioned a hundred to 200 people that were registering for webinars this month um, or back in June. So we have, we're in the summer months. So anything different that your team's doing? I know we got some like 4th of July that just recently happened. Then we have a couple other holidays that might be coming up here in the next two to three months. So what? T- talk a little bit about your team and the marketing group that y'all, uh, the advisors are utilizing and the importance of being in sync with the marketing group. Let me see if I understand the question. Do you like to know what kind of schedule we're running for the summer? Well, for, for that, but also... Um, about the team in general. So some guys and girls who might be kicking the tires of what, why, uh, why virtual advisor? Why would I do my virtual advisors with them? Um, so I get this great coaching with Al as well, but also there's a, there's a marketing arm to this where they're getting oh. coaching from the marketing team. Yeah. So- oh yeah. That's well, see, that's huge. Here, here's the thing. I believe why most people, not not only because of they don't understand those, they don't have a sales and process side, they really fail because they've tried what what I consider transactional digital marketing. True digital marketing happens when you are exposed to all of your metrics and analytics. Guys, there is a difference between you going to a digital company that says, hey, for 7,200 bucks, this is the deal of the day. And, and, you can, and you can go to their website. And, and I've shot, I shot this over to you, Jeremy. Go to their website. 7,200 bucks. We guarantee you 50 registrations. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 50 registrations. That does not mean people that came into your room. 7,200 bucks, man. 50 registrations. I just told you his group averages over 100 registrations and everything else like that. And they do it for about 1,500 bucks. Yeah. 
So <laughs> when you break it down like that, <laughs> that does sound pretty, pretty competitive. So, I, so I mean, think about that. So that means that that over five thousand something dollars went into somebody's pocket, <laughs> and about a thousand dollars of your money went into your campaign. You don't know the metrics because you know why? Because you and I are the best check writers in the world that we never audit what we, we never audit any of these people. I mean, we just don't. All we do is say, here's the check and put some people in our room. But if you ask these guys to say, hey, out of that dollar that I just gave you, how much of that dollar went in your pocket and how much of that dollar went into my campaign? Not, there's probably, I don't think there is one. If there is, please email me. Ask them to show you the metrics. Because the beautiful thing about when you know your metrics and you see your metrics and you know where every penny is being spent is that you are nimble and this becomes predictable. Mm -hmm. So we're able to see numbers and now going to the summer months, we're able to adjust and say, okay, you know what? We got to move it to these dates. We got to move it to these times. We got to go to these time zones. This is the time we got to do it. We got to do all this kind of stuff because it's not shotgun. That is true marketing. That's the power of having a true digital team, a team that each one of our advisors meets with every other week. They meet with their digital team, mm -hmm. not to put in an order, but to examine everything that's going on in their campaigns. That is huge, Jeremy. I mean, I mean, I don't understand how people do business today. How can you just write a check to somebody and say, oh, I'm going to give you 350 bucks for putting somebody in my seat? Well, did they tell you it only took them 40 bucks to put that person in that seat? And you're here doing backflips because you're only paying for somebody who showed up? That's the definition of insanity. Well, it's good. There's a better way. <laughs> so... I, I do want to harp on that too, because I, I think that is, there's a value there because of just in regards to the quality of prospects that a team at virtual advisor does put in front of the advisors. And it doesn't seem like when I, the importance of during the webinar, attracting the right person, getting an appointment with the right person. But I mean, I, I literally in the years of doing this and especially using different vendors, uh, hands down that group, Aaron and their team is literally probably the best at, at doing oh, hands down getting, getting the best people of quality. So if you are looking for virtual or doing virtual stuff, might be a good program to, to check out. So we're wrapping up here. Is there anything we have not discussed or words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience? Well, it's really this. I just hope that every one of you out there realize that the future is really now. The pandemic, all it did is shot us into the future seven to eight years. People are no longer looking for their the bet, you know, the closest person to them. They're looking for the best person that can help them. The person, you know, this world has become really tiny. You know, the world, the world is ready for this. And, and what we have to understand is that there's a shift now. Most of us have been working only with baby boomers. But guys, ladies, over the next eight years, between not even eight, seven and a half years, $38 trillion, $38 trillion are moving down into Generation X. Wow. 
this is how they like to do business. Mm -hmm. This is how they like to transact. Why do you think that the Schwabs and the Fidelities and the Fishers and all these guys are pouring so much money into this? Because this is, this is one of the main ways that these individuals are going to do it. We're not, I'm not saying the live world is dead. That is, if anybody tells you that they're crazy, but you need to either create a parallel world with, with this, with your live world, because if you don't, I think that a lot of you are going to wake up and say, oh my gosh, I heard this crazy guy a couple of years back say, hey, this was going to happen. Because we are always so late to market. For some reason in, the, in, the, in, in our, yeah. in the independent world, we're just always behind. We're archaic. And we're staring the future right now. And it's right around the corner. Seven and a half years, within seven and a half years, $38 trillion moving down. And it's not just in your little 10-mile radius of your office, guys. Wouldn't you love to have a megaphone that speaks to the whole country so you can capture as much as that? That's why you don't need to be that great because it's just that many people with that amount of assets. So keep that in mind. Good stuff. So thank you, Al, for taking some time out um, of your schedule to join us today. Thank you to the audience, the listener for tuning in to this week's episode. So make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite listening device. So you do not miss any future episodes and follow us on LinkedIn at Jeremy Hauser. And remember in a world full of betas, be an alpha. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Vice President Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Thank you for listening to the InsureMark, the advisor mentorship podcast with InsureMark Vice President, Jeremy Hauser.